Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Thayart, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for the Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Hey everybody, welcome to the Real Estate Connection. We made it back another week. That's right, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. We're back. And the real estate market has already taken off. It is up, rocking and rolling. Now that the Super Bowl is over, all bets are off. It's game on for real estate. That's right, men don't have an excuse. They can't say, honey, I gotta stay home and watch the game. The last unofficial holiday of the year has come and gone. Also, we've done Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day to all you people. Um, let me see, what was it, yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Happy Valentine's Day belated uh, to all those who are in love, who aren't in love, single, married. Um, you have somebody in your life that loves you, so Valentine's Day is important to you, absolutely. And I want to thank you for joining me on another episode of The Real Estate Connection, hosted by um, your uh, podcast uh Broker, real estate broker, Stephen Thayard, and brought to you by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership. That's right. We are set up to support home ownership, individual property rights, and for you as a person to build wealth in the United States of America. We're still the freest country on the planet. People break into our nation all the time. Why? Because of opportunity, opportunity. You can come here and if you can swim through the red tape and you can start your own business, you can do whatever you want, right? Um, you can go out there and uh, open up uh, a mom and pop anything, grow it um, and make money. And no one's going to stop you because of where you came from, um, who you're related to, what your last name is, um, none of that stuff. And that's why even though and we, we Americans like to complain about the state of the country. It's still a, one of those places where people are starting, trying, risking their lives to break into. So the real estate market has taken off. And Good Patriot Realty is a salute to that uh, home ownership, whether you're looking to buy or sell or invest or just build generational wealth. We're here for you. If you have any questions about your personal uh, real estate needs, give me a call. Stephen Thayard at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. California DRE number 017-00019. And without any further ado, we're going to jump into the topic of today's show. Now, it's a little bit controversial because it's new and people don't really understand it. But I remember... I remember back in the early 90s, I think it was 93, 94, 95, the internet had hit the scene and nobody knew what it was, right? We just knew it was like the internet. And if you ask somebody about what the internet was, it was kind of this nebulous term that people didn't really, couldn't really wrap their arms around, right? Um, back then, it, it was kind of like, grouping together and talking to people on the internet through AOL. Right? 
and you're connected, right? All of a sudden you're online. I'm online. I'm online. <laughs> that was that was the internet. I'm online. And then later on, as the techno as technology evolved around the internet, then we were able to access information instantly. So I remember as a kid, we had the uh, uh, Britannia, Britannica Arms, uh, Britannia. I'm sorry, Britannia Arms, or Britannia um, encyclopedias. Right? If you wanted access to information about a little bit about everything in your home, you had to grab an encyclopedia and go in alphabetical order and look up a subject matter and you little, little, little pieces of that. But what do we have today? Wikipedia, right? It's online. So everything started to emerge online. So uh, it revolutionized every, every, the way we do things. And now it's just a way of life, right? Back then, early adoption, you would you were able to use it at work. Maybe you were on doing databases and research and things of that nature. But really, didn't people didn't understand the internet until much later down the road. And people who got it, who understood the concept up here early and took a risk and went forward and formed companies around it and things of that nature, like AOL, the early earlier earlier guys getting people online. Remember getting the disc in the mail and you like stuck it in there and you in installed it onto your computer and you had to have a phone line to connect all the way to Yahoo, who was kind of your first search engine um, before um, the big G came on the scene and took over um, to, um, you know, computers that started to have connection points to get online. You know, a lot of that stuff was early adoption and people didn't really understand it. And because there wasn't all these different uses plugged into it. And I know I make it, it's a long story. I know I get it, but that I have to set this up because it's the same thing with cryptocurrency and the blockchain. Okay. If you understand its potential, then you're probably already in the game. You've probably already invested in cryptocurrencies. You see the direction where things could head in the future. And you probably even feel like even if you're in today and you just got in in the last 30, 60, 90 days, you feel a little late because you're hearing all the stories of when Bitcoin hit the scene and it was only worth, you know, 25 bucks. And what's a Bitcoin? How do you buy it? How do you acquire it? What's it used for? Nobody knew. And personally, I, I knew a guy. I knew, I know Bitcoin they call him the Bitcoin evangelist. His name is Roger Ver. I used to do jujitsu with Roger, and he would talk about Bitcoin. And he would travel from the United States and the San Francisco back Bay Area over to um, to Japan, back and forth all the time. And we'd be, you know, on the mat, you know, trying to submit each other. And he'd get off the mat and talk about Bitcoin. I didn't know what it was. I had no idea. Back then, I could have bought like you know fifty of them you know, for whatever amount of money. Um, but I was just like, I don't know Bitcoin. And he's all like, oh, we're going to circumvent fiat currency and the, the the nations of the world can't control it and it's freedom of, of buying. And I didn't get it. But if I would have understood and stopped and listened for just a second and paid attention and put in maybe 500 bucks and bought, say, I don't know, 150, 200 Bitcoins, I'd be a rich man right now, right? So that's why even if you're getting into Bitcoin now, you think you're late. However, you're not. You're absolutely not late. And you know how you can tell is you can go and talk to a group of people and say, hey, 
Are you into cryptocurrency? Are you investing in Bitcoin? And maybe one out of 10 will say yes, or the other nine will say, that's crazy. It's too volatile. I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. I'm not going anywhere near it. That's how you know you're still in early adoption phase. All right. So it's not too late. So the show is how is how does cryptocurrency and the blockchain, how is that affecting real estate, right? Because this is a real estate show. And I've already uh, cranked out, I don't know, how many minutes have I been on, on, on the show already? Maybe 10 minutes I've just been talking about the setup. And that's why I said part one, because there's a lot to cover at, uh, as, it, as it's related to cryptocurrency and the blockchain and how it has and how it will have an effect on real estate. So you have to kind of first understand what is a blockchain, right? And basically, a blockchain is just an organized set of information in a digital block. And it's all related. It's of a certain subject matter, right? And there's a, there's only a certain amount that can be put in the block. But once it's in there, it's permanent. And it can't be altered. And it's run through a bunch of different machines. And I know I'm probably, if you're a Bitcoin, Bitcoin specialist out there and you know Bitcoin up and down, don't beat me up. Don't send me a bunch of emails saying that, you know, um, you know, you, you, you destroyed the explanation. Okay. I know I'm destroying the explanation. I'm just trying to give an idea of what it is. So basically a blockchain. Oh yeah. Oh, I have to give credit where credit's due. So this article was written by Sarah Kim. Thank you, Sarah Kim. A round of applause for you. So I'm going to give you the applause. Thank you, Sarah Kim. Um, it was written by Sarah Kim. I found it online. It's dated. Um, oh, I think the print date is 2-15-22. That's today. But I think it was written uh, a couple of months ago, uh, back in 2021. But she goes into detail uh, about what all the different elements of blockchain um, on the high level, uh, 30,000 foot view of blockchain and cryptocurrency. All right. So what she says is a blockchain collects related information and groups them together, also known as blocks that hold data sets. Each block has a specific storage limit. Once a block is full, it gets chained onto the previously filled block. That creates a chain of blocks with data, hence the name blockchain. The chain around the blocks makes the data unchangeable and indestructible. Now, if, right, we're dealing with real estate and you're dealing with um, buyers and sellers and you want to make sure that the title to the property is clean, which means there's no encumbrances to the title. There aren't any family members hanging out in the wind that can claim that they have ownership of this title of the property. There's there's no debt assigned to it or liens on it once it's transferred to you. If that's put into the blockchain, right? And maybe uh, the, the the dimensions of the property, um, the uh, the space of what's on the land. So what if you have um, uh, improvements to the property or or mineral rights or oil rights or gold mining rights onto the property that's attached to the, um, the, 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 the deed and it's in a blockchain, it can't be altered, right? Cause that's the thing that we all worry about. You get, you get titled to something really expensive that, um, you can't really pick up and put in your back pocket. And so you're dealing with a piece of paper that's giving you assurance that what you purchased is what you purchased. If that's in a blockchain and it can't be changed or moved 
or 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 altered in any sort of way that gives high security on what you're purchasing. So, with something like real estate where you're really concerned about, you know, what it is that you actually own and is it true and accurate? I mean, even today, when I'm out going uh, to sell real estate, um, people talk about where's the boundary lines for these for this acre of land, right? Where are the um the uh the markers on the land. And then you have to get a surveyor to come out sometimes, find the pins, and then remark them so you know exactly where everything is. Well, if that's been done once or twice, right, but you can't, you don't have paperwork that you trust, so you hire a person to come out and re remeasure. What if it's in the blockchain and it's it can't be changed? It's locked together. Um, then that takes away concern about what you're actually holding on to and what you're getting. So blockchain, not only with the deeds or the title to the property, but also with the transaction documents themselves, with the listing agreement, with the, um, with the, uh, uh, with the purchasing contract, with uh, the exchange of, uh, of fees and monies, all of those, do all those documents tied together make an escrow, right? And so um, what even the DRE requires is that there's copies of all this documentation that cannot be altered, right? It cannot be altered in any way, shape, or form. It's called read only. If it's in a blockchain, then it's sitting out on the internet on a block. It's unchangeable. And if you ever want to go back and look at it, it's right there to be examined at any place or time in the future. And that protects... Um, buyers, sellers, and brokerages from uh, claims that things aren't what they really were once the deal is done. And so that provides security. So the blockchain could be a game changer as far as being able to um, make sure that all your all the information and all the things that you're buying are what people say they are. All right. So that's just the first piece. Okay. That's why I'm saying this is going to be like a two-part series or something. Uh, so don't be surprised if I don't pull a little bit more of this whole thing out of my behind later on. Okay, so that's the blockchain. So is the blockchain cryptocurrency? The answer to that question is absolutely not. It is not cryptocurrency. It's the technology, right, that has the data that follows the transaction that's unchangeable and locked into place, right? So it gives um, security that it is what it says it is, right? Um Cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, which is the granddaddy of them all. Um, I don't know what you know. What is the crypto? What's the crypto today? What's the crypto price? Let me check my phone real quick. I'm going to get on here because I have crypto on my phone and we're going to check the price of Bitcoin right now. Give me a second. Where's that Alex music? Do, 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 Okay. So the price of Bitcoin today is one, this is for one, <laughs> one Bitcoin. Roger, you should have talked to me harder on buying like 50 of these things when they're like five bucks each. All right, one Bitcoin is $44,100.41 as I am recording this podcast or if you're listening to it live, okay? So if you've had like 500 of them, you got a lot of money, right? So Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency, which is a digital currency. And what's the difference? It's not tied to a country, city, or state, or um, or um, or nation, right? It's it's not in a central centralized banking system. 
it's outside of that centralized banking system. So uh, the United States doesn't control it. Uh, the people who own it give consensus to its value, and it's around the globe. Um, and it's completely decentralized, which means, you know, the United States of America can print as much money as they want. Um, and it's not backed by gold anymore, um, which means the only reason that, and I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. The only reason the U.S. dollar has value is because the United States of America says it does, and so does its army, right? And it's similar for other countries around the world, unless their currency is actually backed by gold, something that we all agree has value, and it's sitting somewhere, and you can say, hey, I'm going to take this dollar or this currency, one of whatever it is, from um, ABC Nation, and if I hand it into that nation, it's going to give me that same value in gold back then you have a, a real exchange of value. Right now in the United States of America, since we're not on the gold standard, it's basically a consensus around the world about what, how much a dollar is worth and the fact that there's a big nation behind it who's gonna back up the, the dollar, the value, and also because of our army, you know, we just have power. Um, so that's one, one thing. So cr cryptocurrency is digital currency used to facilitate transactions. And out of the article, there are about 6,700 different types of cryptocurrencies. Now, the blockchain is used to verify the value of the cryptocurrency, to manage and record transactions, and to facilitate the value conversions. Now, I will tell you that cryptocurrency is not completely autonomous and stand alone by itself because there is a hook to US dollars still out there because people want to know what the crypto coin is worth in base in different fiat and what I mean by fiat nation state currencies so the yen for Japan or the euro for European Union or the pound for Great Britain or the dollar for the United States of America right they want to know how many euros how many pounds how many dollars can i get for this bitcoin so there is a still a tie in value to um fiat money however the movement of cryptocurrency around the world and the exchange of it and the purchasing of it can be done in various types of fiat money and once it's converted into digital currency it can be traded and sold for other digital currencies so for example there's another very popular digital currency called Ethereum. You can convert your Ethereums into uh, into Bitcoin and do exchanges back and forth that way. Um, and so it just, and the, the transactions are instantaneous. So even in real estate, right? If, if, if you're gonna close a transaction, meaning that the deal is almost done and say in, in the Bay Area, you sell a house for um, $950,000. At the end of the day, the seller still has to receive $950,000 in U.S. dollars in order for the deal to close. And if the bank is making a loan of five hundred dollars and the buyer is putting in $450,000 in cash, it still has to pass out of one bank through the Federal Reserve or the Federal Bank, the Central Bank. It has to pass through. They have to look at it, clear it and then have it come landing into the title company, and then the title company receives it, and then they distribute it into a wire transfer from their bank account into the seller's bank account. So it takes some time. With cryptocurrency, the transaction 
is instantaneous. There's no waiting. There's no passing through banking systems. There's no going from one system to another. So it makes the transaction really fast. Um, and it gets outside of the fee systems that banks charge for moving money around, and which frees up the movement of value um, from person to person. So that's how cryptocurrency is different than fiat money and how it could it, it's going to potentially uh, enhance or change the real estate market. Because what if, right, you don't need to go through um, banks anymore in order to um, purchase a home? Uh, what if you can just exchange on with cryptocurrency on an exchange um, and have an instantaneous transaction? And what if all of the transaction forms are in a blockchain and that for you can have access to it, your realtor can have the access to it, the buyer, you all have this transparency to see exactly what's going on, but it's fixed and unmovable. Um, that's how um, cryptocurrencies can uh, get involved in the real estate market. So. How is blockchain useful in real estate? Well, uh, blockchain technology digitizes and simplifies many steps of purchasing a property, providing secure and virtual solutions. And so that's how it can. Uh, so what, what lies ahead? Um, although blockchain and cryptocurrency is still in its infancy, and I said that, even though like if you're in the market today and um, you've been like looking around at crypto, um, and you've just gotten in and you're like, man, I missed a couple of runs. If I would have bought, you know, Bitcoin five years ago, I would have paid like 900 bucks a coin and now it's worth 44,000. I'm late. Well, you're not really late. It's still early. The technology is still evolving like the internet and there's early adoption still going on with just a few companies out there. And we're, we're kind of towards the end of this of this podcast because I don't like to let them go more than 20, 22 minutes. So I've kind of, if I've wet your whistle for cryptocurrency and blockchain and how it could work in real estate, stay tuned next week because we're going to get into it a little bit more. And what I may do is I may reach out to Miss Kim and see if I can get her on the show, right? Wouldn't it be great to have the expert here instead of having me, you know, summarize her summary? <laughs> anyway. Um, thank you guys for joining me. Good Patriot Realty. I want to thank you guys uh, for uh, sponsoring the show. And hey, if you're out there and you want to be on um, uh, Good Patriot, uh, I'm sorry, you want to be on the Real Estate Connection um, podcast, if you have a topic related to real estate that you want to talk about, I want to have guests on this year. That's, that's my goal is so that you guys just don't have to listen to me all the time. That you'd have another voice, another uh, a set of eyes, and another different opinion or a different take on how things work in the world of real estate. Um, I'd love to um, reach out to me. Uh, send me an email at info at realestateconnectionradio.com, info at realestateconnectionradio.com, and let's make it happen. Um, I do want to get a title company person on the show and also a home inspector on the show this year to kind of walk through what title and escrow is all about and what to look out for in home inspections because... They're the experts. They do it every single day, and I think it would be valuable um, for you guys to hear it. And before I go, I just wanted to give you guys one little reading here um, that um, applies to every part of your life every single day because, you know, we always talk about being safe, but we don't live in a safe world. It's a dangerous world. Everything you do has risk. There is no safety. Safety is an illusion. You go out into the world, and it's dangerous. You could get any type of disease, you could get a cold, the sniffles, the flu, cancer, you get hit by a car, um, whatever. 
You know, I have a friend who jumps out of airplanes and shoot, he takes risks all the time. It's not safe. You do the best you can with your equipment, but there's a danger to it. And there's a danger to living. So that's why God wrote this Bible verse for us so that we would have this with us to get through it. Um, we're not supposed to be uh, wanting to be safe. We're supposed to be alive. And when you're alive, you're taking risks. And when you're taking risks, you're living. And then you've got your God to protect you. And this is what it says. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And with that, we'll see you next week on another episode of The Real Estate Connection, sponsored by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership. If you have any residential real estate questions or needs, whether you want to buy, sell, invest, or just grow your family fortune, give me Stephen Thayard. Uh, a call at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. And with that, God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Oh, wait a minute. There's up. Oh, and we will see you next week on another episode, episode, episode of The Real Estate Connection. See y'all later. This has bye been bye. The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.